it's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Hey, good morning on Tuesday. We're starting a week off. A lot of people had yesterday off, so today feels like Monday to some folks. No matter what it feels like for you today, we're glad you're with us, and uh, we're going to start out with a little news. An Academy Award-winning songwriter from Springfield has passed away. Tom Whitlock died from Alzheimer's at the age of 71. He was most famous for writing Danger Zone and Take My Breath Away in the original Top Gun movie in 1986. Wow. I feel like I need to sing the title because if you just say Take My Breath Away, it takes your brain a minute to remember the song. Yeah. So now that well, I you have nailed it. given you them nailed my it. rendition... Uh, that song, by the way, won an Academy Award and a Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. Um, wow. Tom Whitlock was a graduate of Glendale, which is really cool, Glendale High School, and then moved to California to get into the film industry. Wow. What a life. What a life. It's so sad that that Alzheimer's disease took him, but man, those are two great songs. And they just, I know one of them, Danger Zone, just made a, a comeback in the latest Top Gun movie. I think they play it at the beginning of that one, too. Uh, but uh, both those songs are great songs. Man, that's a shame. Yeah, I had no idea that the man who wrote those was from Springfield. until I mean, until now. But I didn't... My whole life, I've known the songs, but I didn't realize that there was a Springfield connection. Yeah, that would have been a great story, an interview with him uh, back when we were on TV. But he must not have... I don't know. Maybe he didn't come back to Springfield very often or, or didn't like attention or somehow we didn't nobody in the newsroom knew that i don't i don't yeah. know um all right in other news you know the drug problem <laughs> must be out of control when you will now be able to get the antidote to opioid overdoses from a vending machine that will soon be the case in lebanon and up at lake of the ozarks vending machines are on the way to those cities and will offer free narcan uh, which is the nasal spray, of course, that should reverse the opioid overdose effects. Uh, the vending machines will not require you to put any personal information in to dispense the Narcan. Wow. What a situation we find ourselves in at this point when that's the answer. I, 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 it's probably a, a good idea and will probably save lives. My young sister was doing training on how to um, train people how to administer Narcan. So, uh, which that was in Oklahoma that she works. But um, yeah. Was that so the nasal spray? Yeah. Or was that a shot or something? Nasal spray. Hmm. Uh, and just think about the situation we're in where that is that necessary that it has to be in a vending machine that people can access anytime. It's, it's really sad. It's really sad, but maybe that'll save lives. Uh, hope so. Uh, this week marks one year since the war in Ukraine began. President Biden visited Kiev yesterday uh, to meet with President Zelensky of Ukraine and promised another half a billion American dollars uh, to Ukraine. Convoy of Hope has been delivering relief and hope since the war began, continues to supply food to Ukrainians both in the country and the millions of refugees who are seeking shelter in surrounding countries. And that's just a daily thing uh, that Convoy of Hope does. It's dangerous work uh, driving the food into Ukraine uh, daily from 13 countries around Ukraine. Uh, it's a lot of food. It's a lot of work. 
but uh, Convoy is is committed to helping those folks. I can't All believe right, it's take, been a year, you know? Yeah, a year. Yeah. It's, it's flown by for us. I mean, imagine how long it's felt like for the people of Ukraine. I can't even that. imagine. I was sitting in church when we got the news that it happened. It was on a Sunday. <laughs> Um, or I mean, it could have started maybe the Saturday before perhaps, but it was Sunday that we first sent out the breaking news alert that war had begun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a look at the weather, uh, here in the Ozarks because yesterday was beautiful. Today is as beautiful. Uh, and then we got some rain and storms maybe tomorrow morning as a cold front maybe comes through. It's not a major cold front, but we'll have some storms tomorrow and rain and then 52 on thursday friday 48 saturday 54 maybe some more rain uh sunday 58 so i don't know we're, we're this is the last week of february and uh we're coming out of winter here dare i say it before we have a snowstorm or something but yeah it's, it's nice to have these warmer temperatures that. for longer periods of time yes agreed please no please no more snow uh, Chestnut Expressway in Springfield is going to get some improvements made and the Department of Transportation would like to hear your input, what you think about it. Uh, right now, the improvements include new signals, sidewalks, and road resurfacing from the I-44 Chestnut exit uh, and will go past Highway 65 to the east. Uh, the price tag is about $8 million. Most of that work will be done overnight hours. Uh, but they do want you to visit the MoDOT website to see the plan and make comments on it. So weigh in. It's a busy, it's a busy place right there. So, yep. um, okay. Now to this two big tournaments are coming to Springfield, uh, expected to create almost $8 million in economic impact. It's mm. a lot of money. Uh, the National Christian Homeschool Basketball Nationals and the Missouri State High School Basketball Championships are both coming to Springfield over about a 10-day period next month. Wow, it's a lot of people in town, a lot of hotel rooms, a lot of restaurants eating out. We know that life because we uh, we live it with swimming and soccer. We're always going to Kansas City and Tulsa and St. Louis. Uh, so we know what that life is like. It'd be nice to have a little of that money come back here. <laughs> it's good. I know. Everybody stay in the hotels for as long as you can. Yeah. Enjoy your stay. Enjoy and your go stay. eat local. Uh, the former owners of PFI Western Store are getting into berry farming. How about that? Randy and Janelle Little have purchased Missouri Berries. That's a berry farm in Republic near the, uh, the Hood's Truck Stop. You all see that when you travel to the West on Interstate 44. Uh, the farm will feature strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, pumpkins uh, in the fall, and lavender, which is interesting. And visitors can uh, can pick their own berries. The Littles, you'll recall, you may recall, sold PFI back in 2021. So it's a new venture for them. Downtown Springfield getting a new business to replace Patton Alley Pub, which closed in February also, 2021. It will be a restaurant and event venue called The Dive on Patton and will feature a walk-up window so people can order food to go right there from the sidewalk outside. Uh, the Dive on Patton is supposed to open on Saturday, March 4th, right around the corner. Tough business. I hope that it makes it, you know? Sure. We've done some yeah. stories recently about some restaurants closing down, others coming to town. So uh, the beauty of eating local if you're... Uh, a person who eats out. So it's a new um, place to go is, try wings. Oh uh, yeah. 
you would go try wings anywhere. True. True story. And so would our nine-year-old. Uh, you know what? Speaking of traveling with hotels, that's the expense is that they go eat wings places. <laughs> Meanwhile, the girls and I are like going through Taco Bell, getting a bean burrito off the dollar menu, but it's fine. Listen, the boy likes wings and so does his old man. So Well, and the girls and I like bean and cheese burritos, just beans and cheese. You know, well, that works out that perfectly hard. then. Um, a Springfield-based company has bought a hotel in Tulsa. Bryan Properties purchased the Hilton Garden Inn across the street from Tulsa's Bass Pro Shops. Oh, okay. They must know that Bass Pro is plenty busy, so it's a good place yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, Bryan Properties currently runs True by Hilton and Springfield, has a Westin under construction right now on Battlefield Road. Uh, I'll be excited to see the Westin, the ones that I used to stay in in Oklahoma City were very nice, um, but it's been a while. Uh, they also operate to Hampton Inns in Branson. Uh, okay. And then a heads up for you, hunters and fishermen and women. Permits are set to expire in just a week. You probably already know that, but if not, heads up. Uh, next Tuesday, 2022 permits for small game fishing and the combination hunting fishing permits all expire uh, on February 28th, last day of the month. You can buy new permits on the Missouri Department of Conservation website at your leisure. Uh, he sold that, hunters and fishers, right? Huh? I feel like you sold the story. Like you were like, hey, heads up. If you don't know this, you probably do. But let me be the one to tell you because I, Ethan, am the great outdoorsman who needs you to know <laughs> that this expiration date is coming up. My fingers on the pulse of uh, everything outdoors. Of all things hunting and fishing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People look anyway, to me for that information. Listen, you guys, I don't know if you were here for the broadcast where we showed you the pictures yeah. of Ethan's hunting trip, but it was movie. It was a Hallmark channel worthy. It was, they could have made well, a movie yeah. of that day. It was a very harrowing situation, but I'm happy to say it was very harrowing. His wife was crying at home, wondering if he was dead or alive. I mean, it had everything for the makings of a great Hallmark. Maybe they'll call us. Maybe they'll watch this very broadcast and call us. Well, but um, I made it. I made it. That's the important thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Finally, North Springfield now has a new kind of Starbucks. It's very interesting called a Starbucks community store. What is that, you ask? Uh, they yeah, will partner with area nonprofits and provide space for artists and gatherings. It's the first of its kind in Springfield, going to be located on Kansas Expressway near I-44, right in front of the Walmart. Uh, this is the 27th Starbucks of this type in the country. I, I'm really, uh, I, I don't understand this, so I'm, I'm anxious to see it. I've seen, I, I drive by where it's going up. So I don't know. Maybe it's is it open already? Open now or opening soon? I don't know. At any rate, I, I'm curious to see what they mean by a community store, uh, because ev every store has places where you can set up at a table with a computer and work. So I don't know. I don't. I'll be anxious to see it and see if it's much different from an actual regular Starbucks. I mean, I feel like what that story is saying is that it's going to partner with local nonprofits. So it's going to call convoy of hope world serve red cross, like different nonprofits and use their local 
stuff, artwork, whatever it may be. I mean, because all of those places have their own like video teams, you know, photography teams. Um, that's kind of how I was thinking it would look like almost like the decor and then like a seating area in uh, surrounded by the decor. Hmm. Did you, is that what it said or, or no, are you just but, coming up with that? No, I mean, I was just trying to envision it and that's okay. how I envisioned it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Maybe that's it. Love hate with that. Right. I love that they're doing like a community store that has more community feel, but Starbucks is still Starbucks. It's the big chain. It's not echelon or whatever's over there. I mean, there's plenty of, um, black lab is over there. What else? There's lots of coffee shops. And so I don't know, like kudos to Starbucks for doing that, but it's still not technically local speaking of keeping local places in business. So anywho. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, it, it'd be nice if there's financial support for local charities that comes out of that one store. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll watch, maybe we'll go in there and we'll have a coffee date. And then we'll ask some questions and then come. I want a date. Hey, we didn't even know it was Valentine's Day. I feel like you owe me, honestly. Well, yeah, we were out of town the last two weekends. Yeah. So those, I think this Friday night. Kids. Are you doing? Yeah. Are you Are you doing anything this Friday night? No. Would you like to go out on a date with me? It's a date. It's a date. Woo! Is that a yes? Yeah, that's a yes. There you There you have it, folks. Let me think about it. We just okay. planned. We just planned a date right here. Uh, spur of the moment. This is real. This is real podcasting. This is what happens. So you better a relationship, not be lying, a relationship you notice it gets rocky at times. Yeah. Well, now it's on the upswing. We're gonna go on a date. <laughs> it gets rocky <laughs> when he says dumb things, and I feel like I'm trying to like put a band-aid on what could be a you know, um, but you have to do that for me too. So hey, listen. listen I've never take. been accused of saying anything dumb. I don't know where you're getting that. <laughs> All right, uh, enough of that. Thank you for watching. Uh, have a great weekend. Or not, it's not a weekend. Weekend I, is Tuesday. Go it's back to Tuesday. Bed. Good night. I'm already so thinking here's about what the happened. weekend. He was off yesterday and he doesn't know what to do with it. I was off yesterday. I'm already thinking about Friday and how much fun we're going to have on that date. <laughs> nice. Well played. <laughs> you complete if, me. I know. I'm aware. All right. Where would you be? You'd still have feathered hair without me. All right. That's enough. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.